Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord, we give you permission to do what you desire. Lord, make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Illuminate the scriptures for us, Lord. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Today is the feast day of St. Teresa of Calcutta, more affectionately known as Mother Teresa. And we all you know, have a sense because she's a recent saint living and only dying in 1997, not that long ago. We ask ourselves the question like, why or how did Mother Teresa do what she did? Seeking out the poorest of the poor and loving them in a very, very tangible way. I've said this before that many people would, would tell her mother, like, how are you making any difference? She was in the streets of Calcutta and there were just thousands upon thousands of people there just dying in the streets. How are you making any difference? Like, you're not even putting a dent in the number of people who are on the street. But she would say clearly every time, like, I've made a difference in this person's life. And, and this person will die knowing that they are loved and not like a dog on the street. And part of why Mother Teresa was able to do this was because that through her relationship with Christ, she came to see the truth. Like her eyes and her ears and her heart was open to the truth that every single person created, that Christ was present in them. And that they were Christ for her to love. And one of the, the, the things that, that we hear over and over, but it can like pass in one ear and go out and just become kind of white noise to us is those two fundamental commandments, to love the Lord our God with all our mind, heart, soul, and strength, and our neighbor as ourself. Jesus himself said, everything in the scriptures is summed up, the whole of our faith summed up in those two things. And those two things, love of God and love of neighbor, cannot be separated. It cannot. To say we love God and not love our neighbor is not true. To, 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 we cannot love our neighbor unless we love the Lord. Like really and truly. Intimately connected. And so her eyes were open to see that, to see. And again, it's not just Catholics, not just Christians, just any single person. Loving them. Not in a sentimental way, but tangibly and sacrificially. Today, in the second reading, St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, it says, right, show no partiality. Someone comes in and he's speaking specifically to them in, in their, their, their mass, right? As people were coming, the home churches at the time, and celebrating the mass. 
Like if someone comes in and fine dress and you say, hey, sit here. And someone comes in not finally dressed and says, hey, you stand in the back. Like, no. Engage and love and treat all with honor and dignity and respect. And the church has shown us from the beginning of the scriptures in the Old Testament all the way through the Gospels and the New Testament and the fruit of the church that we actually have a, a preferential option to care for those in need. To care for those in need. Jesus puts it this way. He's preaching, Sermon on the Plain. People are asking him questions as he's offering some, some difficult things. He says, for if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And we're all sinners, and Jesus knows that, but he's speaking about like, when he's, when he's using this term here, folks who by them were considered like public, public, terrible sinners. And if you do good to those who do good to you, then what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect a repayment, what credit is that to you? Even the sinner lends to sinners and gets back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them. And lend, expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. If we love those who loved us, this is not the Christian call. Jesus is clear. He asks more of us. It's hard. It's difficult. But it is it is Christ and living it. No, we don't. Yes, we need to use prudence. We don't put ourselves in an abusive situation. If we're in an abusive situation, we need to get out of it. We don't extend ourselves so much that like we can't take care of our family and, and those things. But a question that I need to ask myself and you need to ask yourself, we all need to ask ourselves, like, how much am I extending my loving not just the people who are around me and who are easy to love. Maybe the people around you aren't easy to love. How am I extending myself, particularly to the needy? They could be physically needy, spiritually needy, all these things. Again, and to the extent that I can, like someone needs a brain surgeon, I can't do that. Someone needs to be seeing a psychologist consistently, like I'm not that guy. I can love them in certain ways, but I, I can't be a psychologist. Like where, where am I being called? Because like, it's not an optional thing in the Christian life. Matthew 25 is a sobering passage also to read where Jesus is talking about like who's going to heaven and who's not. And he's clear, right? Whatever you've done for the least of my brothers and sisters you've done to me, what you have not done to them, you have not done unto me. And of course we can't earn our way to heaven. It is pure grace that we receive. But Jesus is also clear we have to cooperate with him. So in my life and your life, like are we seeking to habitually grow 
and loving the poor? Are we seeking to cultivate the virtue of generosity? Because, yes, sometimes we're, we're, we're pretty good at, like, giving from the excess. Like, oh, I got, a, I got some spare change in here. I can do this in here. But Jesus is calling us to love sacrificially. To actually take from something, whether it be our time or our resources that we would use on ourselves, to give to someone who's less fortunate. real generosity and in part of having to do that is, is like growing in temperance right? to not seeking the total amount of comfort and pleasure that I could have at all times but seeking to grow in temperance to live a little bit more simply that I can spend some of my time and spend some of my resources letting other people know that they're not dogs dying on the street but that there are people who are loved. And again, it may not be physically poor, like Mother Teresa talks about in the, in the U.S. We do have a lot of physically poor, not like in other countries for sure, but a lot of spiritually poor, emotionally poor. To love. And at our capacity, in a sacrificial way, but at our capacity, this is the call, the Christian call. So this, this invitation to us as we come today to receive the most holy Eucharist, that Jesus comes to us very poor and very little, but full of grace, that he invites us to offer our, our poverty and our resources and our time to love those in need. And right now we have the, the tangible situation of the hurricane, and it's, and it's beautiful to see generosity. Beautiful. Let us use this or, or other things in our life to grow in this virtue that it is something that we do habitually. Difficult, but habitual. But in that, actually, in loving this way, then the Lord begins to pour into our hearts a joy that only He can give. Not all the time and not always, but a joy. And then ultimately, He opens up the gates of heaven to us. So let us pray through the intercession of Blessed Teresa of, Cal- of Saint Teresa of Calcutta that our eyes and our ears, like the man today in the gospel, would be open to see Jesus in every single person and to seek to treat them that way. Honor, dignity, and respect. And that I and you and we might do so sacrificially with great generosity, imitating and living in Christ.